You you could in like do no cans since you're in the same room. But then they can't hear you. They can't hear you. Which oh, would be a blessing. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm good. They won't be able to hear this. Fucking. All right. Let's just let's roll. How are we rolling? You ready? That's right. That's right. Wuzzle. Here we are. It's the Nice Price Podcast. Obviously. Elaborate okay. setup over there. Not right everybody here. knows that. Every week, it's us. We're here, right on time. Welcome back to the Nice Price We're Podcast. On time is uh, um, generous. And when I get there. What time is it there? Is what it is. What time is it? Matt, we're not in different time zones. Oh, okay. Matt talking from South of the country. Just, <laughs> yeah. just tomorrow. What's it like down there? You in Denver? <laughs> well, judging by our start time, I don't know if you were operating on a different, uh, different, different zone. Well, one thing never changes. <laughs> oh, god damn it! Every time, it really does never change. I feel real There's that song you love. <laughs> that was a wild ride. <laughs> we got a unique setup. We're, we're doing it remote for the first time in a long time. Not oh, yeah. I feel like, uh, like on the ton- I feel like, like on the Tonight Show when they have a remote, like a TV screen come down and someone chats for a few minutes and then they pull the TV back up. I feel crazy. I feel like I should have familiarized myself with the format of this. <laughs> no, no, no. There is no format. It's a little, little loose. Welcome, welcome to the Nice Red Pot. Let's go ahead and introduce our guests so they don't get too confused. Uh, Chris and Charles, or Charles and Chris, what's the proper? Because it's not Tanila and the captain, you feel me? Whatever feels right. You got to talk into the mic. Whatever feels right. <laughs> he was now holding the mic. One, there's at least. one rule. <laughs> one rule only. However, it rolls I, no off your tongue. The I wasn't properly the button on the, on appraised the to actually hold the microphone to my face. Uh, Chris and Charles of so and so books. Chris and Charles so and so. Perfect. Yeah, we're married. And so we have the same last name. Makes perfect sense. Is this show all going to be about uh, the rivalry between Nice Price Books and so and so books? It Correct. should be. A blood feud. Are we going to box? <laughs> That'd be Hell yeah. I mean, Some of us have been training. Some of us have been... Uh, have you seen the movie Rocky? <laughs> the sides of beef. I'm more of a chicken it's chaser. It's a side of beef. More it? of a chicken chaser. Chicken. <laughs> uh, welcome to, uh, Chris and Charles, uh, purveyors of, um, of fine books, co-owners of so-and-so books, formerly of a smaller spot on per- Person Street, currently now... In their official big boy spot on the corner of Person Street and Franklin, for and what was what used to be here? Centerpiece Gallery. Obviously, uh-huh. we're the Centerpiece Gallery. It's next to Draperies by it's, Towns. We're is here, where it is. We're here now, and we're looking at <laughs> folks. You can really, see Person uh, Street. Ah, gotcha. Pub, Person Street Pub, Person Street Bar, our uh, our 
our bosses. Yeah. Um, our and, corporate overlords. Which it looks like it's popping. I hope they, they got it. Yeah, next. no one's going to know where Pressure Street Bar or Two Roosters is, but, but it's right next to Draperies by Towns. <laughs> if you want to find it. <laughs> Shit, hey, check it out. Or it's I Diagonal got. from the Dead Planet Fitness. That's the other way to find it. No, that wasn't a Planet Fitness. That was a Retro Fitness, Nooch. I thought it, I thought <laughs> it was O2. <laughs> Moron. O2 Fitness. <laughs> no, no, no. That was a Retro Fitness. And if you're wondering, oh, that that's kind of cool. They have like medicine balls and shit and like retro things you would be wrong it's just a normal fitness <laughs> place called retro fitness that did not make it that long I always very of the time not retro at all initially. what'd you say hey check out what i got is what you described initially oh no yeah what is that what it's a uh cat it's an alcoholic cat beverage guy? called it's um cat guy travis travis scott's oh, uh, you got heart one. seltzer how much yep. did you pay for that matt don't on lie e- on don't eBay. lie it's just the tall boy. So it was like two ninety nine or something You're like that. Right. Two hundred ninety nine dollars on eBay. Wow, that's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I got this and a twisted tea and it was six something altogether. <laughs> You're yeah, a one of those life. way better than uh, the other. for the listener, Matt held up a can of a drink that looks like something from Nickelodeon. <laughs> it's act- well this is lime. They're all they're different colors depending Travis on the Scott's flavor. It's a new alcoholic beverage that is in no way made for children. Yeah, though. doesn't he only have children for fans? It's what you get on Double Dare if you win. Hell yeah, that's dude. Right. Get slime. Enoch, Enoch uh, Travis Scott is a famous pop star, by the way. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't know that. I own a record store. I was trying to talk about literature with the book guys. You came in with your cactus juice uh, spritzer. Well, you didn't know who Jay Balvin was the other day. I figure they're in the same. I went to a Travis Scott concert on Fortnite once with my son. Hell, yeah. How did it go? Yeah, nice. Did you win the Fortnite? No, no, no. You just go to the concert in Fortnite. Mm. I I knew about this. That was right after shutdown, right? I don't know. It was like a yep. it was like a peak COVID shutdown, like no one's going anywhere, and they had a huge event on Fortnite. We have a friend that's on the design team at <clears throat> Epic or we do? Fortnite. Well, me and Liz do. Mm. Um, it's you may have met them, but uh, and they, the they were like rhymes the, with what? the lead of the person that uh, that was running that whole thing. Oh, nice. And I heard some real interesting stories about like trying to get Travis Scott into the suit to like map his dance moves for oh that. interesting and uh it's a tuxedo with tennis balls on it we've all seen that it was like all stuff that he was like, shocked by but me having run like any kind of like even local shows is so familiar with how people in, in bands oh, act like trying to get them to do anything like all right shows in 10 minutes like oh yeah we'll be right there and it's like okay 10 minutes from now and it's like it was like the same type of shit times a thousand because it's travis scott and he's trying to get his cactus juice going or something like that you're yeah. on stage in well 10 didn't minutes. his uh who's bringing my guitar show up didn't his show at PNC Arena start like over two hours after it was supposed to? Yeah, or like that? yeah, and that actually—that was because of the roller coaster they had to install on the stage. <laughs> not kidding. <laughs> Actual was, roller coaster. It was correct. the second day of the show. Did and, somebody uh, ride it? Yeah, I think he, he does. does. He did. I like, assume it's like go, like he like rides it through the crowd. It's like and a Tommy Lee uh, drum setup. Yes, oh, nice. Similar, <laughs> yeah, but similar. if that was like the size of a roller coaster at the NC State Fair, they should put DMX on that roller coaster. R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, the soul of DMX at least. Well, let's go ahead and get that out of the way. Rest in peace, uh, Dark Man X. Yeah, and uh, you know, I listened to some of that stuff. Also, uh, Shock G died today. Another... What? Yep. What? Is that yep. real? That is. Real. I missed no. that. What was it? We're breaking news. Uh, Shock G, Humpty Dance guy, oh, Digital Underground from Dig- I did not know that. That sucks. Tupac collaborator. Exactly. He had some good stuff. Under underrated in that I feel like people think of him as just like a novelty act because of the one song, but he was cool. He had a lot of good, a lot of good stuff. Digital Underground. Damn, that sucks. Bummer. Would that happen today? Yeah, like within the past few hours. Damn. Man. Or it we talk about it a lot. Really. Joe Diffie, then John Prine, <laughs> then Kim Jong Un. 
<laughs> and now Shock G, man, right. that's just such a bummer. How is this in a Humpty Dance? And then the uh, follow-up, the Merce Rick, Risky Business with Humpty, um, which is the sequel to, to Humpty Dance. <laughs> when you say was... with Humpty, it makes it sound like there's a without Humpty version. <laughs> you want a with or without okay. Humpty? Anyway. Listen, so, let's get back to the Nice Rose podcast. The uh, we're talking to so-and-so books. They just got a new store. It's very cool. It's a full-size bookstore. It's the sort of store you probably wanted in Raleigh for a very long time and didn't have um, opportunity to go to, I would say. For a lot of folks, no shade to any other bookstores or particularly independent new bookstores out there but they maybe didn't cater towards the sort of um what's the word you would use what would you call your your core clientele mm. the like um maybe more current adventurous reader as opposed to the sort of i'd say uh not highbrow middle brow leaning towards highbrow perfect brow Unibrow. Perfect brow. Yeah, like... Was that a subtle jab at me, Charles? (laughs) (laughs) Unibrow. It's a unified brow. Um, But no, uh, and we... And they have obviously been helping co-host the Nice Price Books and -and So-and-So Books 33 and 3rd Book Club for... How long now? A little over two years. Damn, son! I didn't realize it'd been going that long. Me neither, man. A very appropriate drop. Neither did that guy. (laughs) Um, I didn't know. That's solid. We just did the... um, That dude's easily excitable. Something we'll discuss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't don't take that to heart. Um, Might not be the only time you hear that. Actually, a band we'll discuss later, but uh, we just did Oasis. Next up is Pink Floyd, a band we'll discuss in the future sometime um, on the 33rd and 3rd. But also they help co-host our... Artist Choice Book Clubs, which is where we reach out to artists who are putting out records that we like, and we invite them to pick a book to pair with their record, and then we have a book club with that. The next installment, we did it with Angel Olsen, we did it with Wahahachi, we did it with, uh, we did the reverse with actually Bryant Phillips, where she picked a record to go with her book, and now we're doing it with Corey Hansen. Uh, and we can go ahead and break some news. Next month's is His Cold Messenger. Ooh. Um, but this month is going to be Corey Hansen, a record that I've been looking forward to a lot. I've talked about on this pod almost every episode. The record's great. And I'm looking forward to what this weird-ass book is, which these fellows are going to talk to me about a little bit. I got a question. Yeah. What do y'all think about Oasis? I fucking love Oasis, dude. I didn't know I loved them until this last book club. I'm all you about You straight-up love Oasis? Man, you know what? I, I had Matt, no what idea. Do you think? what do you think? I've never really given much of a shit. Dude, about check them out. They're sick. Same. So we. No, I mean I like some of, like some of the tunes are like yeah this is a not a, like this is a good song. That's what but I. Like, thought. That's the extent of my. It's like that, but for like tons of them. That's what I thought too. And then we were about to book Noel Gallagher's like flying, fucking circus, whatever the fuck it is. I think it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's because it's English. He has, like, he has, he has it's a tea like, time. I don't know what it's but, called. But it's like it's a Monty Python we style book it, uh, traveling book show. Perhaps Scotch on at one of the big stages and I was like book that guy like I, there's no way that it's good and I looked at his show and he's just doing Oasis songs basically and he does like two of his new songs but it's mostly like he doesn't fuck around and play like a bunch of lame shit he plays like all the Oasis bangers and oh, I yeah. listened to it and I was like every single one of these is, I got really into it and I really tried hard to make it happen and it didn't work out but uh, yeah man Oasis turns out I also like him a lot and didn't realize it I, I was stunned I thought it was, it was the, a fucking uh, CD I got in the mail from fucking Columbia House for a penny and it turns out that I enjoyed it thoroughly that was the 26th yeah. book we had done and it was the first record that I had a hard time listening to in its entirety really? you told me that yeah well, was it uh, what's the main one what's the story 
Morning Glory? It was, it was not that one. Definitely. Definitely maybe. 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 Uh, the one, you know, the, the first, the de- but debut. But the fact that Charles said that, we've had some hard listeners. Like, What's the like worst one so far? Some of the, no, not not so bad, but no, like no, name intentionally names. hard. Captain Beefheart? Captain Beefheart was, was in. Uh, I was diving loving well. in, loving it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were like, oh, dude, I'm listening to that show on YouTube every day. And I was like, what the fuck? I still listen to it since we Those read the hooks. books every day. Those, Those juicy hooks. hooks. I started every day, Captain Beefheart. I like it when a Trout band, mask is tough. when two different bands like are playing the same song, two different songs at the same time on a recording. That's what I like. That's why I listen to Captain Beefheart. He fucking held that band hostage, dude. If you read that book, it's frightening. The one dude had a yeah. had a go bag like you would have if you were like a bank robber. He had an extra pair of clothes and like another ID and some cash stashed in clothes hidden across the street in case he had to escape. Yeah. But okay, so in case it turned out to be a cult. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. said it's going to be a shitty record and he got paid nothing for it. I didn't like I think that I, I wasn't there something with like Frank Zappa where like all of the acts that he signed was like some kind of like the producers where he was trying to lose money or some shit like that or like make the <laughs> records for like as cheaply as possible and he would get more money from like there was something about the deal where I, I had heard I have not that heard does that. sound and familiar like he had like the shags on or there was like see a, he takes credit for I've I've seen people give him credit for the band Little Feet before. And I was like, there's just no way that you can give him that. Like, because Lowell, <laughs> Lowell George played in his band for like a second. And Zappa's somebody was, someone, yeah, he did that. He did do yeah. that. But then there's a story out there that he played Willen in front of Zappa in the studio. And Zappa was like, man, that song's too good. You should go start your own band. I was like, no, I'm not going to let this happen. That he fucking, that he gets credit for every like, single. Like, 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 he has a, like, he, he heard that song and then he was like, damn, Frank, I guess you're right. Yeah. I should start. I didn't think movie. I was worth a shit until Frank Zappa took, like, get out of here. Oasis heavily influenced. They loved the guy. Well, they played you know in front what, of him. He well, said, what I was about to say hey, change it from Wonder Nothing to Wonder Wall, and they did it, and it was a huge hit. I haven't <laughs> heard a whole Oasis CD in a long time, but I will say the greatest hits, super solid. Like We have a couple of, I have a couple of friends who are just so into them, love. and that's why I thought it was, that's why I thought it was a fascinating I was surprised. I thought I was going to like think. a song or two and not get the, your flashlight's on, Nathan. Um, Didn't notice. <laughs> I'm like the opposite of this, though. Because I was super into it when it came out, you have and, your then st- I, and then I was just like, okay, like I, I probably won't keep going, but like it was fun to revisit right. and think about 1994, but like, but I didn't, I wasn't like, yeah, I was totally right. What's, I was stunned. I thought you mean my my um, you were gonna be my backup in that book club. I What's know. the? But uh, you did. He saw them at the fucking cat's cradle. Yeah, that's sick. So did Sandy. I was about to say. Yeah. That's so sick. What What's the best book that y'all have read in the book club so far? The best book? The best book. Ooh. That, so that's going to depend a lot on... My, my preference is I like the ones that are super linear, where it's like chapter one, track one, chapter two, track two, chapter... Like, I, I love I, I those. I bet you that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> um, but, he, he literally opened a record store just so he could put things in order. And I'm like convinced <laughs> of it. You're basically a librarian. Um, great job. Uh so actually, it, I don't know if it was the best one. I don't want to say that, but the first one we did was great, which is the Lou Reed one. Oh yeah, that's right. That's I remember really you saying that. I, I actually had started. I read that one, and then um, also for the listener, Nathan looked to upwards club. to the left and then shrugged his shoulders when he said, "I read." Well, meaning he definitely did not read that book. I, I read most of it. I was just thinking, how does it end? So like I, I said, he didn't. Remember. I guess he made the record. Oh <laughs> 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 no, spoilers though. What I, like. But I did read a lot of that. Like, um, I, but I, I, I'm I'm like I, kind of a sucker for that. Like, I like the ones 60s. that are. That have info, but also treat it like you maybe don't know who the person is or don't know a lot about it. But then if you want to get into the nitty gritty of individual tracks, they've got that, which the read one had. I do remember that I have read a lot of the 33 and thirds in the past. And I do remember one of them that was like horrible. And it was one that y'all did. It was the Tribe Called Quest one. 
That one and was, it was one of my least favorite. Like I bought that book thinking that all that was the first one where I realized that some of those aren't was, great. Was this the dude on the subway? Bingo. R- rapping to uh, youngins. Yes. And mm. it was he I, like gets the ox. I had read like a couple of them that were all sort of more like in the Lou Reed era, like where they were like talking about the record. Like I read like the Neil Young one. I don't know if you all have done that. Yeah. But that the, the harvest harvest, right? harvest one yeah. is really good. And like I've read a couple of them that I was really into, and then that one, and I was just like fucking. I was shocked at how bad it was. It like really offended me. There's some bad. Ones. There's real bad. And ones. that one's also super early on, and that was like number seven out I mean, of whatever. I must have read that. Which one? Ten years ago. That tribe called question. Oh yeah, yeah super yeah. early. I like I like <clears throat> one. I like the book club for its cumulative effect like we'll we'll get to know a whole scene from several different angles whether it's lou reed and television yeah and you know you'll learn a little bit about patty smith and so i like that like i, I get like a comprehensive view of like a scene or a movement um but i'm trying to think of a book that kind of did that for me television was a pretty good one that one that was the longest one but that was a good one too marquee moon that forgot to hit well, record just long song, just gonna throw long that book. out there you what we had forgotten to hit record. So up until now, <laughs> it'll just be the audio, audio, wait, wait, wait. audio got from the, the Zoom. We've got the recording. We have backups. We sound have other good. backups. Until now. Now, it's, now it sounds great. And listeners, this is what we thought it sounded like the whole time. <laughs> Sorry about that. Matt phone <laughs> fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually had mine. Ro- I was about to say, what are you, me? <laughs> what are you? Usually the, me? Usually the files I send, Nathan, I haven't hit record for the first Look, like, everybody, it's, minute and a half. We just got vaccinated. <laughs> I'm still a little cloudy brain. It's only been about three Whenever, weeks for Yeah, me. Matt sends his file, and the first thing you hear is, oh, fuck, I forgot to press record. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, we're good. Oh, shoot. Was that, did I just now press that? <laughs> Um, vaccine excuse for a few years. Oh, I'm also I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you, Cacti by Travis Scott. It tastes like all the fucking rest of them. Hell yeah! By the way, I love them. You guys excited? Which means for, they um, fucking rip. You guys are pumped for White Claw Surge. I don't know what that is, What's but that? yes, it's a higher alcohol well, content and it comes in a tall boy. I will say this man, is you know higher what? alcohol I'll, than most I, of them. I live full twenty four ounce. Twenty four ounce eight eight ABV. But it, they, when they say surge, they don't. They didn't put caffeine in it, like no. Because I lived through four loco once, illegal. and I don't know if I could do it again. Like oh man, I almost, Charles barely lived through that. <laughs> I love oh, the sparks it, days. Love oh, man. the sparks. Love the four loco was the big fan. Does anybody Stand remember by. the Law and Order SVU episode about four loco and what they had to call it on the episode so they wouldn't get in trouble? <laughs> this is gonna be good. Uh, wait, hold on. Was it? Honestly, it's whatever is probably eight your first insane. Time. Five crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you just doubled the four instead of going up one. Yeah, they were like, "What happened? He drank. Hey, this out. Matt's he drank got like one. seven Is that five crazies one? and then he died. That's what the episode. Are you gonna drink about. that right now? I can't remember how the SVU. No, I'm, I don't know what I'm saving it for, but, but something. I'm, but I, it's it's gone through like three different moves of mine. Oh, you got an OG. <laughs> you got an age. Don't know what, Don't know what you're saving it for, but when it happens, you'll know. Is that? A, is that I'll, a yeah, I'll know it when. The, is that a Christmas theme camouflage pattern? It's the watermelon joint. It's Wawa Melon, yeah. On my uh, birthday one year, we drank Four Locos on the train to Durham and went to a Bulls game. Hell yeah. Sounds sick. And, uh, oh, it was a lively evening. It was sick. Literally, like you speed. <laughs> I wonder what this, I mean, it probably tastes the same. I started to say I wonder what this tastes like now, but there's so much weird shit in it, and it's probably, it tastes it, exactly. Oh, it I mean, tastes whatever, exactly. I haven't had turpentine <laughs> it's like, in a while. It's like when you find a fucking McDonald's french fry in your car from like 10 years ago, and it looks like identical to the day you bought it. They never, there's so much preservatives and shit in everything that we eat now. It's yeah. like, Four Loco uh, was featured in Super Size Me. Five crazy. <laughs> five, yeah. <laughs> five crazy. God, I'm how many Four Loco? so thirsty. Do you have any five crazy? <laughs> Uh, Nathan, why did you ask me how much I paid for this? Is it is it yeah, really expensive? 
Well, I, so I had a um, I, we had a we we work. With so the, the listeners make good choices, Matt. <laughs> well, no, I, I just remembered that he asked me how much I paid for it, but in, in my mind, it was a fairly ordinary price. I think it was. And, uh, but I'm now noticing. I think when they first came the out, they were, they, they were like there was like something going on. We had a I had a meeting with somebody from the Budweiser, like a like an events that Bud. we were just like checking in. Like seeing how events were going for like, and they sponsor some of the stuff that we've done. None of the frogs are here, right? <laughs> um, and they were, frogs and were she here. was drinking one in the Zoom meeting that we were at. She like, had, I don't know if she was drinking it, but she had it. She was like, "Look what I got," and I was like, "I don't know what this is." Like it just cactus on it, and she was like, "She was like, oh, it's a, the new Travis Scott drink." They're like going for crazy amounts of money on eBay because they sold out like immediately. Mm. And I think that maybe it sounds like it's caught up since uh. then, but I think initially. It went wild. It's like a sneaker drop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like the same thing. Like when McDonald's had Travis Scott's Travi Patty, I think that there was like <laughs> lions around the block. Not what it was called, first of all. Is that not what it's called? That's what I had heard. Hell no. <laughs> There's well, no way the f- they called it a Travi Patty. <laughs> hey, Siri. Wait, the cacti is also Travis Scott? Yeah, yeah. He made his own yeah. hard seltzer. And it is seven percent as opposed to like the normal five, right. which is like white claw and stuff. So I could see it being a dollar or two more. But back to the Travi the Travi Patty, my beef with that beef, my uh-huh, beef with it? that that was good. Uh, was that it was just a normal same with Jay Balvin, who Enoch didn't know who he was. Um, it's just an ordinary thing. My own motherfucker doesn't know Jay Balvin is. <laughs> you act like I, like it's everybody in the world but me. I mean, he played. He was at the Super Bowl, right? He like did the halftime show with all them. It was funny that you never even heard of Missed him. Missed the Super Bowl. You didn't watch it? Anyway. I had a thing going on. Wait, The weekend? Yeah, you're no, thinking of The no. weekend, man. No, 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 no. The, the one is. before that. Oh. Uh, I didn't, with, I didn't the say it. With J-Lo and Shakira. That. Yeah. Oh, she, oh, he's with yeah. J-Lo. He was, he I was came, putting Bad Bunny and J Balvin came out. Beds. But anyway, the thing <laughs> with at McDonald's was something that they already ordered. Like, it was just his order. It wasn't like a new menu item. Oh, it's just his. It's just like here's, here's what Travis Scott orders combo? at McDonald's. No no no, 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 There was something out like, like so he curated a value meal. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, he's like from Texas, so they put like barbecue sauce on uh, it. It was like something like that. Like there was a difference. I there was like, I want to say that it was like barbecue sauce and like an uh, onion ring or some shit like that. Was this nationwide or just a McDonald's? Me, you could have got it right down the street from here. There's yeah. a McDonald's like I can almost see it from my crib, and I'm here to tell you it was like Frag. lined out the wazoo. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like when the like the week the Travis Scott promotion thing was happening, it wasn't. So how long did you have to wait? (laughs) (laughs) Now Uh, I'm looking it up now. Let's see. Travis Scott McDonald's. So I'm gonna be late for work. I was an hour and a half in line for a Travi patty. (laughs) (laughs) It's a quarter pounder with cheese. Oh, I've heard of that. Uh, A Sprite fries with and barbecue sauce. (laughs) Barbecue sauce. Told y'all. But is the barbecue sauce on the side? But like, yeah, is that just on the side to dip his fries in? Because he sold her a quarter it pound says, of cheese. And then in parentheses, it says Scott's go-to Mickey D's man, order. This is the smartest man in America. Was there a, pack- was there a special packaging or something? <laughs> he incredible. sold McDonald's their own food to them. And then, <laughs> well, the amazing. J Balvin thing. <laughs> they paid him. The J Balvin thing was the same. This guy's a genius. So I could get a Travis <laughs> Scott amazing. meal I'm gonna now tomorrow. Listen to his music. Yeah. I mean, I know the one song. I'm familiar with Sicko Mode. But like. I, I can't believe that. I thought it like, was a sicko sauce. My my son kept talking about sicko sauce. Oh, maybe that was just barbecue. The, you sauce. know, I bet he would love I think, that I think drink. He's just talking about barbecue sauce. He's probably not had booze before. I bet he would love. Here's the Balvin one. one. That's what you should, uh, you should get. 
a six pack of that, show up and be like, let's do this. <laughs> and then. And what grade is your son in again? Fifth. Okay. Nathan? That's about what time uh, you started. <laughs> No, opposite yeah, for the Mickey D's meal, not the cacti. Oh, yeah. okay. In October, the fast food chain started selling the J Balvin meal based on the Colombian singer's order of a Big Mac sandwich, fries with ketchup, and an Oreo McFlurry. Unbelievable, this shit. <laughs> but people would line up to get that. But they could Did have already like they could, is there they could get that any day. Yeah, I'll package. say this. there has there hey, might be something to it like that. It's but not like, unlike it's, literally it's just, not unlike what we're doing. Like people already wrote books, they already made albums. We're, <laughs> These we're words just, have been put. We're just book putting before. them together. No, we you are wrong. This. It is different. <laughs> this is crazy because I it's also, different because Travis Scott is making money. Leona, I, I mean, sure. every day for a month. Leona walked in and said, "Are we getting Travi patties today?" <laughs> and, and I thought, I thought to myself, "No." And then day two, I'm like, "Well, no." And then day three, I'm like, "Maybe." And then I'm like, "Yeah, let's go try this." And they were like sold out by the time I had wanted to go do it. But in my oh, head, I was, like, I, was like, with I was like, "I gotta go pounders. see what these Travi patties are all about." If I'd have known it was a fucking quarter pounder with a fucking side of barbecue sauce, it, yeah. After that many days, you started Google like. Can I go to jail for free <laughs> instead of having to be asked every day if I'm getting a Travi patty? It would be way cooler if it was like a new thing. I would I would want to try yeah, that. This like, is ooh, this is like stunning a- news that he duped McDonald's into paying him to sell their food that they already have to him for them. But if they made more money, then they duped the Shit. duper. Yeah. No. Well, we're the dupe. Oh, that's us. It's us. Mm. I done been duped. Well, make me. Maybe next week we'll have a test taste between um. Jay, whatever the fuck I it was. I think I'm gonna go Jay Balvin over. Travis what was Jay Balvin? What was his? The ro- uh, rotisserie. Chicken. His was a Big Mac. They don't have that at fucking McDonald's. <laughs> no, it's here. It is. It's uh, a Big Mac. If they had it. I wouldn't a, eat it. A fries. Rack of roast lamb. <laughs> and uh, uh, Oreo McFlurry is the clinker on on his. Now that is nice. <laughs> I mean. That's a good pairing. He's more of a sommelier. <laughs> we're not judging his order, but, but like as a product. I mean, we are, but like that's what we're given as a product. Like, like, no, no, that is a nice. If you if you pulled up, <laughs> solid if order. If you were all Jay together, Balvin. if you were driving, and Jay, Jay Balvin, Balvin and Travis out. Scott are in the car, Travis Scott orders, and he's like quarter pounder with barbecue sauce. He'd be like, all right, I my guess. kid does that. Yeah, and then but then he throws in Extra a fucking mustard. Then Jay Balvin's right behind him. Orders and has an Oreo McFlurry right behind him. You're oh. like, this dude's cool as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is like when Curly would get mad at me when I wouldn't order when we go to drive throughs and I, I refuse to say Diet Coke light ice, which is what he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yes, you can't say that. They arrest you on on the spot. Uh, okay, like, it, we talked about this uh, before on this pod, but I when I go to Snoopy's and I place an order for the girls, I want to make sure the people at Snoopy's know that it's not what I'm ordering. Yeah. So I always. Even if I know the order, look at my phone. I'm like, hang on, they're texting me what they want. Not only so they know that I'm not the one ordering plain hot dogs. <laughs> I swear to but God, but you're looking at a blank screen. Yeah, you also I, mention this on the podcast almost every week, and I think I, it's I because you hope that one of them is listening, so they know you can like reinforce that it's not your order. As long as people know that I'm not the one ordering plain hot dogs. What's wrong? Also, with that? RIP to that one. It's like, a, like right? Kobayashi type shit. Guess. Yeah, but Nate. No, not a, he did this last time. He was like thrilled that Snoopy. Yeah, put another condo there. Anyways, <laughs> so we, we, we all listen to a record. We listen to uh, Corey Hansen. Yeah, and and his pale goal, horse rider. They're gonna tell us about the book, I think, because they have, at least you can give an idea what the book is. You got bookstore uh, pages, words on there. Mm, okay. Um, yeah. Harry Dodge. Harry Dodge. And the title is confusing. It's my meteorite. It's not actually confusing because which Harry Dodge purchases a meteorite. Oh, but then there's like a subtitle. It was very long. 
that was what I was saying was confused. Not subtitle. What do you call it when it says or? Oh. You know that thing when a book is like, it'll say like, um, hot alternative, sauce. Alternate or title. Alternate. My life, a year I lived underneath the stairs of, a, of someone. Okay, my meteorite colon or without the random, there can be no new thing. This is hmm. a book I'll be reading in the next few weeks to learn more about. Same here, but I'm, it, well, I'm intrigued because he's a, he's a visual artist. You, he this, you mentioned this to sculptor. me. And it, it was very interesting. So it's odd to me that anyone can make a living in visual art, much less switch over to books and also be successful. I can't believe it's a book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine writing a book. Matt, I couldn't imagine you writing your name. Yeah. Wow. I, I have great handwriting. Uh, you know, that's I hate not, to that's say not it. why he I'm choosing. He has very few things uh, yeah. in his favor. He does have like yeah. perfect handwriting. Uh, yeah, perfect. Now he Ladies can't spell or pick good words to yeah. write down. But <laughs> when he does, if you M, give him a, if you give him something to write down, ID. and he writes a, it, it's so good. If you could choose superpower, perfect handwriting, or flight, or flight, yeah, flight. I'm probably taking a lot a flight. of people can can write well. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know, man. You were just planet. making perfect handwriting sound so awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, is there like a is there like a hang up? Oh, don't get me wrong. It's great, like, but oh, but you can't land good or like something. No, like that? I was actually. I thought, just... I thought it was gonna be like uh, you can. I thought it was gonna be something super ordinary that I can also do well. <laughs> I'd play real. Like the I'd other, play really good cool, at parking, and, and everyone like, would just think that yeah. I could jump high. I would like never go too far when anybody could see me. Well, that's the thing is, how do we know that isn't what some of the peak athletes are actually like? How do we know that Usain Bolt isn't actually a superhero? Who's just learned just to only run like, just a little bit yeah. faster than everyone else? Dial it back, you saying? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna know. That's that's what they did to what's his name, the glasses guy, fucking kryptonite. The, re- the reason I thought of it was you said perfect handwriting, and when I was younger, some friends and I were debating what superpower you'd want, and everyone's saying flight or strength or whatever, and one guy goes perfect aim. <laughs> <laughs> So like I can't throw very That's far, tight. but like it goes right where I want it every time. Ended up having a really good, he ended up having a really good argument for why you would want perfect aim. No. I can't remember what it was, but it you was. Cannot, but but like he athletics? argued well for it. Like he could shoot a basketball every time. Perfect, perfect. aim. Just not me on the rim. But then a good utility. He could he could throw a baseball wherever he wants to throw a football. Better than flight? I'm not, I didn't say better it than flight. It doesn't beat flight. But I, mean, <laughs> I didn't say better than flight. Rewind we're, this. I didn't say better than flight. We're off the rails here. Look, we, it's been a long time since we've seen people, we never people in so, one place. So you you mentioned <laughs> it's our first time together. You mentioned uh, the Dodge book. Yes, the we we're more familiar with his partner's work in terms of uh, literature. Maggie Nelson, um, Bluets and Argonauts are, are big books, um, and so I, I'm interested in the fact that you know. Her partner is now writing nonfiction. I'm like interested, like to ooh, know about a sculptor turned nonfiction writer. I'm intrigued because these these are cult cult classics. Uh, Ma- Ma- Maggie Nelson's books are, and so it's like, oh, step into that arena. I'm glad to have a push to read the book. Yeah, yeah. So there's like it's okay. That's interesting. So it would be sort of if maybe if someone wrote a book and that someone's partner was a musician. Like, okay. I'll, Okay, if like you don't gotta explain Lou Reed, like, like someone who doesn't matter. I guess everybody understands it. But I'm, I'm <laughs> I also got caught up because I just read the description. Of the it book reminds me. Insane. Last night I watched uh, the Masked Singer. I thought you were just gonna stop at the mask, and I was like, hell yeah, I'm no. listening. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> See, it's funny stop shit because you know when I'm at a restaurant, reader, my, read my least favorite part li- is listeners. the smoking section. But in the movie The Mask, that's my favorite part. 
Mask. For the listeners, we're talking about the mask with um, Eric uh, Stoltz. That's just that's, that's just mask. mask. Uh, oh. That's just mask. This is yeah. with Jim Carrey. So for the for the listeners who can't see us, my jaw just dropped literally two feet. And then my tongue rolled down like a staircase. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also green. And then my eyes popped out and made an auga sound. It says this book creates a literary universe of its own. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'm fascinated by the, I read a little bit of the idea of this book and I thought it sounded neat and considering, um, I really like this record and I know a little bit about where he recorded it. Where do you record it at? In the middle of the Mojave, is that how you pronounce it? Desert? Sure. Um, I saw a picture of what I think is the recording studio and it appears to be a low squat khaki colored cube Mm -hmm. surrounded by sand and rocks. I wonder if he was around any, uh. Cacti, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. All right, boys, crack a, crack a couple of cacti. Back He's mixing. heating up! <laughs> that, that's a new one for you, baby. That's a new one for the boys. Um, well, here's a, here's another new one. It's like it's an old one. <laughs> never gets old. I talk to people all the time who listen to the podcast. They say it never gets old. It's a good song. Love this song. That's on some other shit today. I mean, is this how people make music? Yeah, basically. Is this producing? This is what Panda Bear does. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Now I'm a noise artist. Welcome back to the Nice Price Podcast. There's that song you love. Um, that, better so, be a, that better be a good twisted T. Do you have another... Beer? Yeah, scared to give it to you, to be honest. There you go. Um, Anything else over there? Yep. I've got a, a lemon truly or a rose truly. Rose truly. Oh, uh, you, know, you know when people say pick your poison? They're usually choice. kidding. Because <laughs> I'm having another one. So. Thanks. Well, now, hang on. Don't open it. When do we get some more dad grass if they're an official, <laughs> official sponsor? Now, is nobody going to open these hands? Because now I'm just <laughs> ready. I'm ready. Can we, how about we'll all open them at the same time so we only have to play at one time? All right. Well, wait. I I need to get up and get a beer. We can play the song again. Never mind. We can do the short version. That's yeah. true. There is a short version. Oh, hell yeah. Never get a Miller Lite so I don't feel uptight. It's only half That sounds insane. Oh yeah, that is what you always say. Sure does. Uh 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 uh. Sorry, fellas. Never gets old. Never does get old. That's the short version? No, that was the full blast every time. He keeps playing the full one.
The full one so, is the same as the short one. Right. This Thank you and apologies to all of our listeners. For anyone still hanging on here, um, we still got Can't some imagine. things to talk about. We got one more drink coming our way. Um, oh. We were... <laughs> We're talking to Chris and Charles from So and So Books. Please come down to the, what's the address? Seven nineteen. What's the zip? Two seven six zero four. Hmm. Interesting. The O four. Seven nineteen. What? You didn't say the street name. Person Street. North Person Street. Seven nineteen North Person Street, Rowland, North Carolina. Two seven six zero four. Um, but we're talking, and they got their brand new shop open, um, which is a very well curated selection of books. I will say so. Uh, I spoke about it earlier, the idea of having the kind of independent bookstore that you want. This is my kind of independent bookstore. In this ain't your daddy's independent bookstore. Um, like I said, no offense to any other, like, let's say, really large independent bookstores further north in, in the area. They do a very good job of what they do, but they, I am not their target audience. I am much younger. Some records in here, too. <laughs> yeah, I was and trying we, to oh, think yeah. There are some, <laughs> some uh, nice price. We do have some records here. We got them paired with our books. Some books they have. We they also obviously they have our thirty three and third book series and more of those if you want. Um, and they'll order anything you want too. And they've got their own book club, a real book club for like real book readers. This what's it? What's hey, it? What's it? Uh, our yeah. book club's a real book club too, yeah, Nooch. I wouldn't go there. Okay, a fiction book club. And they also have traditional the, book the club. old counter from Nice Price Junior. They do complete they with can hole. Have been missing it. Yeah, the can hole. Don't forget don't the fridge. They got a fridge too. Y'all wouldn't know that because it's hidden in the back, but same fridge. Solid fridge. What do y'all got in it? It's uh, like 100 year old beer. Sounded like this, some High Life. This Miller High Life has been. Um, it's got a date on it. Chilled and unchilled 75 times at least. But it tastes <laughs> the same. Still tastes great. In a cooler. Uh, yeah, you, you and Matt have this in common aged uh, can beer. That's probably beers. a 20. Aged shitty booze. <laughs> yeah. This is from 2016. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Is I, that what that... I thought 2019... date on the bottom of these things? No. Guess. This yeah. Twisted Tea is fresh, baby. Mine's from 2022, Oh, you know what? That, did you get that out of the... Yeah, there's a 12-pack in there that might be like five or six years old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Confirmed. yeah. 2016 sounds right. <laughs> it's, also, it said on the bottom that it said, if you can read this, you haven't had enough. So, back to that in. All right. <laughs> um... But yeah, they've got books. You can come check them out. Um, it's very nice. They're probably concerned with how this podcast is going. Not at all. It's just that I feel... Where did you think it was going to go? Look, I want pretty good. somebody to open another beer. <laughs> Hell yeah. I would like to open another beer. Nice. <laughs> I mean, you could try to open it over there. Maybe the mic won't pick it up. Hey, here's a question. As a bookstore person, how often does someone ask you, how many of the books in here have you read? Or have you read all these books? Or something? Oh, in the smaller God. space, people would say that all the time. You've read, so you've probably read all these books. And yeah. I, and my canned answer is, I don't even, wouldn't even want to read all these books. <laughs> but in That's the smaller space, you should have read all those books, I feel like. It wasn't that many. That's how it works. Um, <laughs> people ask me, like... We've listened to all the records, People have asked me, like, have you read all these? I'm like, there's thousands of them. One of them's the Bible, dude. I'm not going to read all this shit. <laughs> It'd be a lot easier if the books took 45 minutes to read. When yeah, we, uh, heard, and it's funny, I probably could listen to all the records. Not a jab at records, I'm just saying. I found you should do that as an experiment. Listen to every single record in the store. God, I've been doing that here with you have. the nice price records. I've been I've been trying to get familiar with all the ones I do, I'm not already familiar with. Anything that's good? been interesting. Any Which fun? Yes, surprise? fun surprises. Boris mm. was real interesting. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. a not a not a shopper friendly album. Yeah, Amplifier <laughs> Worship is probably not a like they were. They're like, is this that well, kind of bookstore? And then they were they found the book they wanted. And they're like. like 
All right. Could have been a good one uh, two days ago, if you know what I'm saying. <coughs> Ayo. What's that mean? It means, uh, how is everyone's 420? Oh, ganja. Um, well, I'm a Chiba Hawk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it was great. Uh, no, I, I actually got... Um, he said he was, he was fucked up. I was in Greenville, North Carolina. Uh, I got shot with COVID vaccine. And he said the person that gave him the shot was fucked up. And then, um, <laughs> and then we went and got, uh, we being Ashley and I, because we both got the first shot together and went back at the second shot. And we, this time we went, last time we went to Warren's Hot Dogs, this time we went to B's Barbecue. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, you were at the right hour. Yeah, we, we had, the, it was part because our shot was at 11. And so we were able to get there. It's still a long line, but we were able to get there while they still had food. And then went to the park and ate and then hit the road and got back inside. It was a solid. A couple that vaccinates together. Friends, not, not married, but, yeah. um, but we did vaccinate together. And, um, <laughs> I got it in my lefty this time. Last time they, I put it in my right arm without thinking about it. Oh, I think that, that, that I think it's uh, canceled Fucking, out. What's got, your dominant arm? <laughs> I'm right-handed. I thought you were supposed to get it in your dominant arm. They say that so you can work it out more. Right. But then I was like, well, I want to be able to like write and shit. I don't know. Oh, you wrong. mean like it, it'll get sore, so I need. So to I use did, it. and it was I, I was laid out for a whole your whole day. My arm never really my hurt. Perfect. I think it's pretty Perfect. good, Just but everybody says they can't read it is. at all. Everyone tells you, me it's illegible. You even say sometimes on this podcast, I have a so and so note written down, so and so, and I don't know why, like what it says or what it means. It happens sometimes. Sometimes it's just so clever. I like can't even wrap my own head around it. You know. Oh boy. All right. <coughs> let's get back well, on the. Let's rain it here in. Here we go. It's a nice price podcast. <laughs> I'm vaccinated. Season, no big deal. Four, episode twenty three. Um, I've taken my final no form. And uh, all right, yeah. So we're here with this, uh, the boys from So and So. We talked about book clubs already. I guess I would say your next one, but that's about to be over. Do you know your book for May? Oh no way! No, jeez, dear lord. This month—it's uh, like the day. It's like the, three days. Yeah, the day of. I'll decide. Um, this was National Poetry Give me Month. Me the Quran. So we're reading a poetry book. We indulge Chris, the poet, mm. once a year. You get one. You get one a year. One poetry book a year, April baby. Um, and the numbers dwindle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just keep pressing. Even though on. it's the shortest book, right? Less words. It it doesn't matter. Um, but Enoch, this, what's your favorite poem? Ooh. I knew you would do some shit like that. <laughs> he's gonna name a he's gonna name a Bob Dylan song. Uh, yeah. Well, how many Dark Man X verses can I remember? <laughs> I hope it's not the one. Uh, <laughs> well, the artist now known as Boozy Badass, formerly Lil Boozy. Now I don't. Uh, I'm not a. Oh, we've talked about this before. I don't fully grasp poetry. I'm not a poetry guy. No. Maybe Chris could be your gateway into into the world of poetry. He could t- like give you the, like an on ramp. Um. Yeah, there is no poetry guy. We got a uh, just let it wash s- over you. A sixty-five dollar <laughs> three volume collection today. What? Uh, Nathaniel Mackey's new book. Oh yeah. Sixty-five dollar. It, it, it was just featured in the New Yorker. Several thousand pages of poems. Yeah. God damn. Just do it. The article was called The Long Song. Gosh, I forgot that y'all are holding your mics like that. And I was just like, what They're the holding fuck their is going up. on? It sounds amazing. <laughs> it got worse and I had to start doing it too. I think I should just chill. That's okay. Um, um, hopefully it sounds okay for the first half. Again, sorry about that. Matt Phone really <laughs> threw us a curveball there. Oh, I, I like, um, okay uh, hang on. Podcast. <laughs> Milk All and lies. tea. What is it? Milk and honey. That's the one. Rupee car. Yeah, I haven't read it. I know it's like a controversial. We got it if you want to take it home with you. I've seen a few copies in my day. Um, Wasteland? Is that a poem? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. T.S. Eliot. Mm-hmm. Who's the guy who, who everything's lowercase? E.E. E. Cummings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are good ones. You're killing it. Shel Silverstein. Yeah. Funny guy. <clears throat> Where the sidewalk ends. I guess I'm more, I like a good limerick. Yeah. Is that a poem? Yeah. Hell yeah. Matt, you know any good limericks? Our, our <laughs> <laughs> shameless, shameless plug. Downstairs, the the uh, women of Redbud Writing Project. They had a, they were they did a partnership with was it Walter Magazine? I think it was Walter Magazine, and you know they were promoting their creative writing workshops. But uh, in order to do so, they wrote limericks for Walter Magazine. Hmm. Limericists. Shout mm-hmm. out to the Walter Magazine. Shout out to Limericks. They did a they did a I almost said expose. They did a profile on <laughs> Hopscotch. Yeah, they did one on Hopscotch. They did one on Liz. Um, they've done a couple. The times. dark, sad reality of Hopscotch Music Festival. Yeah, no, there was that one time that Indie Week did an article on uh, dig up tapes when I had a tape label, and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna do a thing," and I was like really excited and stuff like that. And then like the uh, the first like sentence is like, "I met the guy. I thought I went like well, and I was excited." And then the article is like, "Nathan Price walks up, has bags under his eyes from working twenty four hours. It's like all this shit." And I was like, "I, I thought I looked pretty fucking normal." <laughs> like it was like the fucking. It wasn't a hit piece, but it wasn't something right. that I. Considering like, the shape of his apartment, it's amazing. It produces everything. Like, I thought like, I actually cleaned up like. Yeah. Well, I but yeah, also, but like also he, even just the Nate, like the style of describe, like nothing about this warrants a dramatic. Uh, it was it description. Was, yeah. Me me meeting somebody at Parker Notice in Durham doesn't des- <laughs> doesn't deserve this amount of. <laughs> it's like when uh, the kid in uh, Almost Famous is trying to uh, interview um, Stillwater. <laughs> when we opened the bookstore, I got interviewed by a News and Observer guy. Hell yeah! And then he didn't end up writing anything. Hmm. But then I think it was like three and a half years later, somebody said, "Hey, I saw a quote from you in an article this week, and it was from the interview." Three wow! And a half years earlier. Whoa! <laughs> he really put that in his notes, huh? Held yeah. on to it. Yeah. Did it feel out of context? It didn't make any sense. Did it have like dot, dot, dots and dot, dot, dots and dot, dot, dots? <laughs> a lot, of, are a lot of brackets. Who was, like, who yeah. was the writer? It was like the Homer Simpson tape. Um, forget it. Uh, He's a Simpsons guy. I, 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 Homer, I Homer Badman? It's been a while. Heard, oh, wow. I heard uh, Morrison-y has been threatening to sue the Simpsons, apparently, this week. Who it's is? It's not new news. Is this what did you call this him? This is not new news. Morrissey? Oh, okay, I thought you. Oh, I think I on the this. episode his name is like Shaughnessy or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and they're just making it's something fun of him. that's not quite Morrissey. Yeah, five look, five crazy. It's a five crazy. And he was like, with all the laws in the world now, it's a bloody shame that there's not in one that can protect me from the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he actually said? It was. It's something as insane as that. It's very juvenile. It, it was like crazy. He was like at the same time like putting down like. Like you're like I guess he's like anti-mask or something like that. That's what he's insinuating. Like too many laws, like just leads you to believe that that's where he's going at these days. And then also, so hurt by the Simpsons coming after him. <laughs> it's because they gets, made him. It's because they depicted him as being like overweight. I is that it? Like that if could they would have made him all it look is in his like mind. attractive, then I he would have been like fine. Yeah, probably. Was. Because he gets clowned on the internet like every single day. I posted. So I can't I, imagine this British, is what like set British like, musicians not handling the mask thing. He might not have the internet. Stone Roses. I've seen that uh, my boy Liam is maybe not on the same wavelength as I am as far as the effects of COVID. Liam Gallagher. Mm. Noel, solid. Well, no. So I Liam, saw... little sus. I think also, think Noel. refers to himself as a Rasta. Maybe the one of them I saw. <laughs> it's in his bio. Who definitely wasn't 
wasn't pro co- <laughs> like pro like he wasn't pro covid well pro like Jesus covid precautions Hell yeah. like, he wasn't he wasn't pro precautions or anything i've been behind covid no wipe him out dude goddamn but i also <laughs> did read the quote that was like from the gallagher brothers that was Prove like it. that was he was, basically, he was basically saying like it doesn't make sense Thank to you. like close down something if like six TM. people versus like 15 people he was like he was like more complaining about like the arbitrary numbers that some of these things have okay okay um, one time, but I'm sure it was like still a horrible take, and I'm not trying to defend. I don't Oasis know. Sounds like we got You're caping away. for him pretty heavy. <laughs> I, but when I read it, I, I was reading it in the same time I was reading like Van Morrison say some like truly insane shit, and then I saw him, and I was like, oh fuck him too, and then it wasn't <laughs> so bad. <laughs> have you have you done the Van Morrison joke? I don't know. Have I told time? you my 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 really good Van Morrison joke? Charles set me up for it really well at the book club. Um, his new record, the world's first Christmas album. <laughs> Because he's gonna get COVID and die. Uh, I wish I could remember which one of these buttons is hit class. I appreciate that. Um, I, I was gonna say earlier. Well, oh, uh, I made a not very good joke about Morrissey, but I was kind of being serious years ago on Facebook, I believe it was, and I said I feel like I don't quite grasp the like the love of Morrissey, and I said that um, he's a butthole to everybody, and he dresses like Bill Clinton. Like, I don't get it. And then Matt Rustison said, sounds like you do get him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, that just made my bad joke really funny. <laughs> that someone would like like that about someone. Yeah. But I, I don't, I never got into the Smiths. I don't understand the, nah, me, me like too. there's people that have this like last, they're like, oh, I wish he would stop doing these things because I love him so much. And for I, me, I'm I just perplexed the whole way. Okay, really? Yeah. See, see, so, I, I'm a Smiths fan we, and, and some Morrissey we, tracks We don't fan. have to, I, I, I say, we have a lot to get get through in this podcast. Uh, we haven't even really talked about the Corey Hansen record yet, and I don't think we need to even talk about Morrissey that much because number one, I'm glad that he's kind of turned because I've never liked the Smiths, and I never have to have another friend go, "No, but have you heard this song again in my life?" Because now I'm just nobody likes him anymore, mm. and uh, we have a lot to talk about. So, and at this wow. at this point, you either are a fan or you're not. You're either I've heard it. You either have emotions or you don't. Oh, see, that's this is what I'm talking about. It's this sort of shit right here. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. No, no, I'll move on. But um, Corey Hansen, pale horse rider, um, written in the Mojave, according to Nooch. A lot of the promotional material. Looks, I'm not the uh, definitive source on how to like, pronounce Mojave. Breaking <laughs> news. Or as Nooch says it, the Mojave. A, a lot of the promo pics and clips and stuff is him walking around in what seems to be a desert. So, uh, you, you know anything else about those clips? The uh, uh, the video that pink, plays pink on face? Spotify pink is face. in a in a in a pond. Hmm. I, I love the devil. I, I, say, I love Oasis. this record. My favorite record of the year so far. I wow. I cannot tell you how much I love this record. Well, I can. I love this it is, record. It I think is it's good. great. It is good. I, I the I got obsessed with the first the I guess it was the first single was Pale Horse Rider. Pale yep. Horse Rider, and or I was Angelus. like, or which one was first? It might have been Angelus. Yeah, yeah. Paper Fog. Anyway, love the record. Cannot and that song in particular, I like love. But I, this whole record, I really love. Um, and anyone... It was exclusively because of that that I like reached out to him for the book club stuff. Not that we, I didn't want to do it, but like, I was like, man, this is. And I was actually happy the record got delayed because it allowed me to do it in time to get the book pick and get the book club and have time to read the book, et cetera, et cetera. Now there is one song on here, another story from the center of Earth of the Earth, that is almost Cortez the Killer. That's the jammer. <laughs> That's the jammer, and I I love it, and it doesn't bother me at all. And but um, I'm about Liz. Walked uh, in arm's length from the record Zuma <laughs> on my yeah. shelf here. 
at one point I like cut it over and then cut it over to Cortez and cut it back like on my computer while I was listening to it, and I was like, doing some mixing, you know? We'll see. yeah. I there, there's a there's a mashup that could happen there. I'll say it. Um, <laughs> it's been a COVID, COVID Here's project for, decade. for all you DJs out there listening. <laughs> don't give up. Mashup alert. Don't give up hope. I um this will this will segue for the so and so boys. I I certainly I think anyone who listens to this record, Neil Young, will probably come to their mind at some point in time, but. Liz was in the record store earlier today, and she name-checked someone else that I did not think about. But once I don't you hear that it, band very much, it's there. But then it's a band that I think y'all are both familiar. I'm certain you're familiar with because we did a book club about them. Have you listened to this record very much? I know you got a chance to hear a little bit of the Corey Hansen record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Liz said it sounded like Tom York. Yeah, she, she said it sounds like Tom York covering Neil Young. What did I? What did I? What did I say, Charles? I said it vacillates sometimes between like something as intimate as Joanna Newsom. Mm. And then, and then, as like big as the bends. Okay, big as the bends. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, he's big as the bands. Damn, son. <laughs> did I, it, did anyone here ever see uh, his band? Wand. Wand. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Matt pronounces it Wand. <laughs> Give me that magic Wand over there. Uh, I, in, the, in the Mojave. <laughs> <laughs> so I had never, I'd never really listened to Radiohead. I only listened to OK Computer and. The other one, Kid A. Kid A for the book club. Um, double book club. We did a double book club. We took a month off and did a double book club for Radiohead. One of the few bands that has two thirty-three and thirds. Both very different approaches to those books um, and those records. Uh, I found one of them to be kind of a stinker. Which and one? Okay, computer. I thought it sounded very dated to me. The the, the, the album, not the book. Maybe. The album. The album sounded very much like I could like feel myself typing in www.yahoo.com. <laughs> Like I couldn't like unhear that from the record. Yeah, personally, um, kid, I, I enjoyed more. I didn't like like it a bunch, but I like liked it more. But anyway, um, so that never jumps to my mind. And there's bands I'm sure that sound like Radiohead that I don't notice it because it's just not a thing I've listened to a lot. Well, they don't sound like Radiohead necessarily. It's more of a vocal. It's it's yeah. it's vo- like he, he's got like the same. Um, I mean, some of it like, especially there's one song on here, and I want to say it's the song after. Um, What's the word register? There's a very similar. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's got the same like similar vocal pocket. Bird of Paradise is the one where he's kind of doing like a finger picky thing. Like that's those, got a like, really cool late little '90s Radiohead records sometimes have, and like the acoustic quieter parts. And his voice just has like a I don't want to say whiny because I like it a lot, and I feel like that sounds negative, but it's kind of got this like whine where like he's just going between the notes in a drifting like. Way, I saved the word whining for Counting Crows. <laughs> See, that's like screeching. Mm. <laughs> so when he chose the book, does it, is there any note with that, or is it just like you so get an email that has? Yeah, yeah. What's the? I'm what's actually what's waiting the on that. So what I always uh, I always tell the label, and speaking to Nathan's point earlier about getting artists to do things, um, he was kind enough to pick the book, and but always along before we the first email is like book, and then also please give us a quote either about why he likes the book or why it did he listen to it when he was recording or writing or like. What about the book? Why that book for this record? Listen to it. And that is always the last thing they send me after I send them 100. So they'll always say, here's the book. And then I, t- I email, email, email. And then Waxahachie gives us a great quote about why she loved Eileen. But it takes forever. What label is this? Drag City. Oh. Which um, I think is the same one as Wand. Correct. And Wand's last record, Laughing Matter, I had remembered it being much heavier. I, I revisited it after listening to this a couple of times this week and it's much 
more similar to this than I would have. It's more psychedelia. It's yeah. It's like more. It leans more heavily into that, less of the country, but it's similar vibes. So if you like this record, check that out. Check out his first record as well. So one of the things that's weird for me, for ripping solo, live for band, is what I was going to say yeah. earlier. As much as I Very love this record, is that I find it ironic that some of the touchstones and things we're talking about, like we said, Neil Young and and then Tom York is brought up. And to me, maybe it's because I already know who he is, and I knew, I guess, like it did invoke a like the like the desert and this weird sort of uh, cowboy motif. So it's like this very American thing, and then everyone's like, it "Sounds like this Canadian guy in this British band." Combine those two, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, that's weird because it's like it invokes a completely different image. But it's not those comparisons aren't wrong necessarily. There's a uh, book that came out with the same title about a year ago. Pale Horse Rider. Uh huh. But now is it writer w i w r i t e r? Yeah, <laughs> missed opportunity. Um, it's a uh, it's about the book "Behold a Pale Horse," which is um, a driving force behind a lot of conspiracy theories. Oh wait, is that the um, is that the the like the the one that what's his name had the guy who blew up Oklahoma City? Uh, yeah. Interesting. Don't get Enix started on conspiracy theories here. Well, he we were trying him. to. Liz is. I'm just saying he's had an accomplice, and no one knows who it was, and I'm not kidding. Liz is currently going through the uh, Chaos book, mm-hmm. which a lot of people have available. So and so books. It is. Y'all have it. I. I, I not for long. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Get it while it's hot. Nathan needs something <laughs> heavy around the house. <laughs> well, I've already, I've already gone. I've, I listened to it. I had an Audible subscription that I had a thousand credits for, and then Dave Mueller <laughs> recommended that. Dude, to charge on the page, Jesus Christ, a thousand credits. I, no, not a th- I probably had like thirty, honestly, from like signing up. That's like so a, many like two years ago. And then, to do that. I mean, it felt like a thousand. Have you ever tried to use thirty Audible? Because I don't, I can't do Audible books. They're like, they're like, <laughs> well, so I signed up. Wait, thirty books. Yes, that's a thirty. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like thirty dollars a book. No, and so you're saying a, a thousand? I was like, okay. No, 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 no. So I had, <laughs> I had signed up for it on a long road trip, got through about just get a bunch of goosebumps. Ten dude. minutes of a fucking <clears throat> Game of Thrones book before I was like, I hate this. I fucking hate it. I cannot stand it. And I've never then, read a book. Let me pick one that's 800 pages about dwarves. <laughs> what are you thinking, dude? Yeah, no wonder it didn't work out. Um, well, so many people were like. Oh, you you like the TV show? You'll love this. And I was like, season six or something like that. And These like, people are bad people. An Who hour into it, I was like, like ten seconds into the TV show, and I was like, this is not how my brain works. I can't do this. <coughs> and so I paused it, didn't listen to any more. Went back to like probably listen to Neil Young record or fucking <laughs> yeah, something. And then um, back to enjoy. Sounds it. way better. I, I uh, forgot about it, and then maybe two years later, <laughs> noticed that I have a bunch of Audible credits, and I go to use them, and it says, um, I go to cancel, and it says, if you cancel, then you lose everything. You don't get any of these credits. You're like, but I don't even want these credits. And so I said, well, I'm gonna, I got to use them all right now because <laughs> you need to keep them. You don't want them. And so then I'm trying to use them, and then I pick like two books, and then I'm like, I'm going to finish this up tomorrow. <laughs> and then I stop, and then like four years later, I finally cancel, and I have like a fucking this million. This decades long, this <laughs> saga. You should ask oh. if you could trade them for Travis. I feel, like I've just been, I feel like I've been listening to a fucking Game of Thrones audio book. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. I love books. Books that's are great. Why, that's why Audible is not, not where it's at and why so-and-so is the, the better Can't suggest enough. Not for everybody, but for most. But chaos was good, and it's it's got a uh, uh, conspiracy theory nature. I feel like you would like it. I want you to read it so that I plan on reading it. The reason I haven't bought it. a copy is I have so many long books that I'm already like working my way through. I'm currently working through Master of the Senate, the best nonfiction book ever written. I would argue. Have you never read that before? No, that's why I'm reading it. Oh. I thought you'd read all those. Mm-mm. But it's great. Well. 
Um, oh, that was a damn son. <laughs> who's who's picking and grinning over here? Damn son. There we go. Nice. Um, well, do you want to play that, and we'll come back to something else? Well, let's let's um, play that, and then maybe when we come back, we'll start talking about some new records. Rapid fire style, speed Ra- round. Rapid fire. We'll do a speed round because um, we're gonna hear a little bit from which song did you do? Pale Horse Rider or Los Angeles or Angeles? Angeles. Interesting. We'll listen to a song from the best record of 2021 so far, and I think we'll maintain that. And then we're gonna be right back, and we're gonna do some rapid fire. What we've missed because we haven't had that many podcasts yet this year because of COVID and no other reason. So <laughs> here we go. Or prove it.
All right, yo, we're back. It's the Nice Price Podcast. There's a song you loved. That was Corey Hansen off of Pale Horse Rider with Angelus. Very good. Back here with the co-owners, co-overlords of So-and-So Books, Charles and Chris. I like that we... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good that we did not identify which one of y'all is which, so they just have to guess and who's Chris and who's Charles. And yeah. doesn't know. I hadn't thought about that. Um, but uh, they are the they co-host two of our Nice Price book clubs and host their own. The Nice Price thirty three Nice Price and so and so thirty three and third book club is the first Monday of every month. So our next meeting is Monday, May third. The monthly ish every now and again whenever it works out Artist Choice Book Club. The next one of those is May. 21st, which is the LP release day for Corey Hansen. We're doing a bundle. I forgot to mention that earlier. You can buy the record. Record's like 26 bucks. The book's like 18, but you can get them both for 38. Isn't that crazy? Save a bunch of money if you get them both. Um, that's also via Zoom. So if you're an out of towner and you want to hop in on that, same with the 33 and 3rd Book Club. We conduct those via Zoom. Feel free to jump on in if, you live, now. In, if you live in Sadler Country or some other place. Yeah, what, what's going to happen mm-hmm. once everybody gets back to normal? You're still going to do Zooms or? I think we're going to have to offer it as an option because some people seem to, to prefer it. True. You think even local people? Uh, there's a couple of locals that said that it was easier for them to hop on the Zoom. Sure. Uh, you know, I'll purposes. say this. Children. we found, As we found out today, it's much easier to podcast in Zoom form. It's just all right there. It just records. I know, but I, I like it. This is way better. I think we're yeah, cutting it up says the, the boys, person that does, some cacti. That doesn't bring it up. It doesn't really like connect the cables. In the I brought Zoom some one. shit. I plugged in all sorts of shit. Y'all don't even know. Like two things. Plus up, your, up your rear end. Um, <laughs> and then their regular. Um, I love gold. Solid. Shout know. out to Austin. Um, uh, our regular, their regular book club, which is a rotating fiction or prose book club. Oh, not even? Fiction, nonfiction, poetry. Nine. Oh. Sorry. Right there, bud? Sorry about that. Oh, did I get a niner in there? <laughs> did I catch a niner in there? We're using walkie talkies. Um, and that is the third Wednesday. Last Wednesday. La- excuse me. Why would it be third? That'd be so bad. Last Wednesday of every month. So this month is April 28th. It's the Book of Poetry for Poetry Month. Yep. Threa Almond Tasers, the Wild Fox of Yemen. Almond then... Taser? <laughs> yes. Yep. Yeah. Just... Okay. That's how you roast almonds. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so that would be May 26th, TBD on the book. But um, also a highly suggested book. And uh, uh, I've been told from people that don't even know that I know you that it's a well-chosen book club. Because there was one time uh, I was in your store shopping, and someone said, asked me what I was looking for. They were just being kind. Or maybe they were. Well, they thought y'all had beef, so they were just shocked to and see I you. Said, and I was looking at something like, oh, you should join the book club. They do a really good job of picking books. It's always really cool stuff. Creep. So in, in, to that in this, they were trying to lure you <laughs> into something. No, no. Well, they were just like, what are you looking for? I mean, what are you looking for? They said, like, that sounds they suspicious. <laughs> um, but anyway, <coughs> but they did uh, compliment your your selection of books. 
for the book club. For the book club. It's funny because most of our book club groans every time they hear what we choose because they're typically hard-hitting, hard either nonfiction or fiction about some social issue we find relevant, and they're just like, Piles of dead bodies. Can we just get a funny light one? And we're just like, no. Calvin and Hobbes? <laughs> yeah. Calvin and Hobbes collection would kick ass. I was thinking the far side. I don't know why I was thinking the far side. I mostly just like side. the bumper stickers. All right, let's rein it in. All right. This is a podcast exclusively about records. Ooh, I have a record uh, tidbit. Anecdote. Uh, so I found this random ass like dollar bin style record from a one such Bobby McClure called the that's Cherry the LP. Oh, that's the artist. Mm. And um, the reason I picked it up is because every song is written by Swamp Dog. Oh, huh. Jerry and Williams. And it's on Swamp Dog Entertainment Group. It's like huh. part of the label. And it's just a tons of Swamp Dog references on here. And the clinker is... It has a thing here that says Swamp Dog, handwritten on the back, and a phone number. A phone number? Call is that? Is that Incredible. Swamp Dog's phone number? I already tried it, and it's disconnected now. What was the Ooh, area code? Yeah, 818. 818, what LA. What the fuck? So this it, definitely used to be Swamp Dog's number. Exactly. That's sick. So, yeah, that was the whole reason I bought the, the record. Is the record good? No. Oh, no. <laughs> but Swamp Dog is so good. It's the production is so cheesy. It's it's 1989, and it's mm. it just doesn't sound that cool at all. But the songwriting is you can that's tell it's quite, him. That's a little past Swamp Dogs. Like yeah, real. nobody's some, some of the like some of the lyrics and the subject matter you can tell it's it's kind of cool, but the sound of it is not cool at all. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Bobby McClure featuring Swamp Dogs number on the back. <laughs> You heard that Swamp Dog song, Wife Sitter? I'll post, we'll post it on the Instagram. Everyone can have Swamp Dog's old number. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, give it a call. Maybe give it a better, ring. Better better us. Hey, give us a ring. Leave us a voice. You know what? Give us Pink a fucking Floyd. ring. What is Pink the, Floyd. what's the number? 252 something? So it's two. So if you go to the Instagram and press like contact. It's something like that. I think it's, you can call it. It's on it. there somewhere. And It's the freak line. And uh, leave us a message for the Pink Floyd any take. We've got a couple on there already. Any takes, the hotter the better. You know. Do I we have a couple? Say, That's tight. We What's got the a hottest so far? Uh, oh, you got to listen You know, if you come in with something, for the, all the listeners out there, if you come in with something even real, like lukewarm, then you will maybe be the hottest take so uh, far. Final cut. The final cut. Is your best, number one? Is the best. Guma Guma. That's a pretty hot take. Um, We'll see. We've, we also received via Twitter a take. Someone tagged us. Tagged me and tagged the store and said, and it was a a a, a Mimi, a Pink Floyd Mimi, um, that is. That That's is, what he calls memes. Content. <laughs> I saw that, and we'll see how hot of a take that was. Worth checking out. Uh, future episode, also future book club. Next thirty twenty third book club is on, as Nathan calls it, Piper, but <laughs> Piper: The Gates of Dawn, the first album by Pink Floyd. What do you really first, think of first Piper, of though? two with Sid? He only did the first two, correct? Of the Sid Barrett era? Really, just the first one. Oh, he didn't even do the second one. He, he's on the second one, but he was pretty much out by then. So you got the info. He's been doing his research. Not not a lot of bagpipes on the album, as you would, as you uh, were promised Piper. by the title. A lot yeah. of different pipes. That's can false mean a advertising, actually. Now that I think yeah, about I'm it. just saying. Up. I was expecting more bagpipes. A so, Scottish, a traditional Scottish band 
should and probably has already done this, but they should do a uh, bagpiper at the gates of dawn. Yes, I'm sure. Oh, that's like um, if that hasn't been been done. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. If that hasn't been done, Mike Myers is working on that as we speak. Shout out, shout off, shout out. Get another gold member sample here, or what? No. Nope. (laughs) Ob. So anyway. Last one or no? No, there's only two I got. Ah. Sex? Yes, please. We're talking. Um, <laughs> are we going to talk about some records or what? Let's, Let's talk it. about. So, so we we uh, have been not quite weekly here recently, and um, <clears throat> a lot of stuffs come out. It's almost a fucking quarter of the way through the year. Won't even say monthly. It's at goddamn this point. crazy. Um, so we figured that we would do a little rundown of some stuff that we've been listening to this year. Hell um, yeah. We're gonna play a couple clips. We're not gonna play whole songs. Just a couple cl- clips. Make it quick. Um, and then each of us are going to talk about a couple things. So this first one is Matt, one that you. Ooh, you I'm picked. first. You're first. If what you're ready got? for it. Hey, let's do it. Hit Freak me with it. Jeans off the of power station with something else. One of my top listened to songs of the year by far. Love that tune. The whole record's pretty catchy and fun and kind of electronic, punky kind of stuff like that. From Feel It Records, from the previously mentioned Sweeping Promises. Made a lot of year-end lists, that record did. And uh, yeah, he's always cranking out bangers, that being one that came out a couple months ago. Now, are they are they from the U.S.? They're British, right? Freak Jeans is from the U.K., yeah. Okay. You said I, he is it a single me. person? I think it's two people, maybe. Well, he. I met Feel, Sam from Feel It when I said cranking out bangers. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, and I like that. I, I've ended up listening to it a bunch since you sent it over. <clears throat> it's pretty like kind of lighthearted and kind of a party record, but really catchy. If you like that little clip, give it a listen. You might like the rip, more of it. What was the name of the band again? Freak Jeans. Jeans like as in like genetics. Jeans like genetics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With a G. Like what? Oh. What you had. Changed in you on when I got four twenty eight G mRNA. I would love um, to know more about how to get freak jeans. No, I want to be able to alter other people's jeans with shots like they did to me. You just so give like them if, what you got. You yeah, mean like a blow dart? What's good for actually? Yeah, I guess like a blow dart. Yeah, where it's like, man, this dude sucks. I wish in the tunk, and just like give some up. Well, hey, maybe if maybe more targeted. If you uh, if you got a way for Enoch to change people's DNA, give us a call. Leave a quick voice take while you're at it. That's a that's a hot take. All right, and we're gonna keep on. What moving. if I told you I could change your DNA? Here's another song. I have a guess. That was you. You want to guess? Well, I mean, I I, I think I know what you, it is. You know what so it much is. A guess because I listen, Is it Spirit of the Beehive? 
It is Spirit oh, of the Beehive. This is your choice. This is my choice. Oh, I thought this was one of Matt's. Like, no, I figured we take turns. Okay. Um, Spirit of the Beehive. It's a record that I've been listening to a lot, and it might be my. It's it's definitely up there with the Corey Hansen for most listened to so far this year. I, I've been listening to it. A lot. It just came out recently too, and it it really uh, scratches a lot of itches for me. It yeah. like kind of checks off a lot of boxes of shit I like a lot. Help me describe what the, what is that I'm hearing. It's kind of like a got like a, I mean it's it's fucking indie rock like there's no way about it. Like, I had a question about <laughs> yeah, but see it's got some stuff going on in there that's like a slightly it's kind of like King Cruel ish at times I, I think would be like the the easiest touchstone for like some of the really more like the Archie Marshall Marshall stuff that he had done where yeah. it was like like it's really sample heavy and he's like kind of I was gonna I've never really listened between. to this band is that what the gorilla sounds like no. <laughs> but um, I wasn't even kidding no it's not it's I know what you're talking about which. But it's it's Gorillaz is like pop like like radio pop music like De La Soul and it. I've heard the hit like like that's like kind of what all of Gorillaz sounds like. This is definitely like closer to something that somebody makes in like a basement in Philadelphia, which is I think what they did. Well, I was gonna ask is I know they played Hopscotch last year or year before, right? They did, yeah. And uh, and I've I've never really fucked with them, but is is the kind of way. It's very busy. Like every track starts with like almost like one of those like turning the radio dial yep, kind of yep. sound things, where it's like like very frantic and changing from one thing to another really quickly. Is that their vibe? The whole like always. No, so album? that's like that's this record. Like in the past, they've been more straightforward indie rock, and I caught them um, kind of randomly in Charlotte a couple years ago. They were on Tiny Engines, and maybe that's the reason why. But I saw them at Lunchbox at I th- like one of those festivals they do in charlotte that i was also playing at maybe or just hanging out for i don't know but it was like that don't i I can't remember i don't want to say the name because i know that that one i was about to say is not even in charlotte now i think about it so but i i saw we got something palooza we we got there we got there early we saw they were playing with mannequin pussy they were on tour with mannequin pussy mannequin keyword sorry nooch i know that you don't like to hear that word in real life um but uh uh and good band so, so we went to go see them and I was really into Spirit of the Beehive. Bought the tape, liked that first record, liked the last record. They played Hopscotch. I really like this. I think this is their best one. Um, now, Charles and Chris, you've only heard about 30 seconds of each. <laughs> yeah, this is a, so not far. the best first impression. At the end, maybe you guys should rank. Oh, I like it. Rank these. Both, both sound really second good. Clips. Keep a soft ranking. I already yes, forgot so. the first one. Not a, not a good sign. About, four, about 14 bands came to mind like during that 30-second clip of the first one. So oh, just remembered the first one. It was good. The first one gave me <laughs> certainly some um, nice save. Well, certainly had more of a DIY live show vibe yeah, to yeah. it for me. The second one, I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around. All right, well, let's keep it moving. Next up, we got Virginia Wing, one of Matt's, off the album Private Life with the song Another UK for someone. Oh, because he lives in Virginia. I get it now. <laughs> Another uh, UK electronic duo. I'm realizing 
not it's a very planned. UK pod. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, catchy song, catchy album. I wasn't super familiar with them. I remember when their last record came out, I got a little bit of buzz, I guess, but I didn't pay much attention to it, but I like this one. Um, I was unfamiliar with it until you sent it along, and I've listened to it a handful of times since you sent it over, and I, I do like it. For my fan, four fans of... Uh, only there was a four-letter acronym. <laughs> well, I somehow always forget it. So R-I-Y-L. R-I-Y-L, yes. I wrote down... You remember that band Yacht, Nathan? I, well, I was going to say, I was listening to this at the house a couple weeks ago. You sent this over a while back, and then when you I had listened to it, and then I hadn't thought about it in the last couple of weeks, and then I listened to it again, and Leona walked in and said, is this Yacht? Really? Yeah, seriously. I thought I had pulled that. I thought I had, like... I was like, I nailed which, it. Which is just randomly like... What well, you did. She has like an iPod that had... When she was a kid, had an iPod that had like that on it. Like, this is my... You remember how much we bumped that yacht track? Crushed. God, what a song. <laughs> More than once. <laughs> we played it a couple of times. Also wrote down broadcast, if you like. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, I could hear that. Yeah, it's in that... Uh, it does that thing where it's very cool in the last... Well, it's a long time now. I guess 15, 20 years. But like... Where the technology advanced, where you can make big, huge pop songs, but they yes. still have that like, it's still in your bedroom, and you can tell, but it still like doesn't sound like rickety. Yeah, like if you played that in a, like if you played that at Red Hat, it would sound fucking incredible. Yeah, sonically, it would still sound huge, but it's also clearly like just a little bit off kilter enough to realize it's not like Rihanna or something. Um, I gotta listen to more of it. But I thought it was pretty cool. What are you in the soft ranking? Hmm. For me, it's 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 third right now. Oof. Third played, third best. Charles nodded All right. solemnly. <laughs> third for me. What's, let's hear wow. one of Enix. Okay. Well, let's, okay. So next up, we got Enix. Enix pick with Barry Walker Jr. Oh, I'm up next. Should have Zenith. Hard to pull a real concise clip for this one. Indeed. <laughs> He's like this for a while, right? If I had to pick a medium to not listen to this record, a 30-second clip. Rapid-fire speed-around podcast so, would not be discussion. I was going to mention it right after this, but I was thinking that we should end the pod with one of his songs so that people could hear it because it, it is a good record, and it is the worst way to listen to it. Yeah, but it's, it's a fine discussion. It, Barry Walker vocals? Jr., it's a, it, their last song has vocals. The last song is kind of a country Sounds song. Sounds like the intro to a War on Drugs song. So it's it's he, Barry Walker Jr. is by trade a pedal steel <clears> player. He's played in a bunch of different like country rock bands in that area. Um, and probably on some records and stuff. But what area? And, uh, he's from Portland, Seattle. I can't forget which one of those. The Pacific Portland. Northwest. Let's assume Portland. Um, the album's on Holy Mountain. Yeah, and this one is a this one's a little bit more out there, I think, than his. He's some of the bands he's in are just straight up country rock, and he's the pedal steel guy, and he sings. Even some that are under his name. This one, except for the last song, is all instrumental. Um, it's still pedal steel. It is still in the realm of country music. But it is certainly whatever the adjectives that people get annoyed by 
that you put like country or Americana after. Cosmic Americana. Is I was about to say, is like this Cosmic Country? Yeah, people say that and they get annoyed. <laughs> I love when I go to Asheville. I just love when they play the Cosmic Country. Yeah, album. and I I get the like I know it's like a, the idea like people. Okay, the Corey Hansen record is like uh you know twisted Americana or whatever. Yep, and it's not like he's like they make it sound like he. Like he's a hunky. Is that a plug for Twisted Tea? They got like bit by a radioactive spider. Hell or something. Yeah, that's man. not really what it is. But like, but this record is is um, I could see people that are in, that are into completely different things liking it, and I could see country fans liking it a little bit. But it's very it's limited percussion, limited backing stuff, except for mostly it is pedal steel on top and below and in the middle. How long are the tracks? Some it's a full length LP, so some of them are like pretty long, and some of them are like three and a half minutes. Last song, last one is like a is a fairly I think it's like three. Weeks. So, I'll say I will, I will say that I'm surprised you like this. Same. Um, <laughs> when I true. found I it, thought, I thought yeah. it was gonna. I, I remember being like, "When's it gonna sing?" God damn. And like I, <laughs> and then after a while, I just kept being okay, not okay with it, but like I was like, the the it does have hooks at least. Like there are parts that you would hear. There are things that would kind of come back in that would like catch my ear enough. Um, and it was like a thing i would put on during specific times and, and i grew to like it more and more and more and luckily there's this huge gap to when we ordered the record when it finally came in so i'm hearing it on Bandcamp a bunch of times and so it really grew on me i uh had this on at a i had the, we had like a fire going in the house a couple weeks ago maybe a couple oh months God, ago at this point. and uh, uh, <laughs> uh d mike came over and we were watching the bugs game shout out to the bugs and this saw this album was playing so it's not your typical not your best mix. <laughs> not your typical Hornets Hornets viewing party vibe, but but instead but it's just like afterwards, yeah. It's, it was, afterwards D Mike hit me, hit me back and was like, What what the fuck album was that? And he was really into it. Oh, and cool. then he's been listening to it some as well. So Glad he digs it. I think uh, it's I would say the R I Y L, the easiest not easy in a bad way. Um certainly William Tyler comes to mind. People that have like a similar probably there's some people are going to hear this and hear country music. People are going to hear it and they're going to hear something completely different. But I, I think he's not a bad if you like his kind of stuff. It's good. It's do you really know who uh, Luke Schneider is? I do. He alter that that record is really cool. I like that record too. <clears throat> I'm even more surprised you like that. That one's way. That one's even more far out as far as just like droney. Yeah, I like the sound of the pedal steel. Um, sure. Little, something we've discussed on the podcast a couple of times. But um, and now where where would this one rank for y'all so far? Kind of hard to drop this one in the ranking. The listener, they looked at each other for like that to make tough sample size. Well, I thought Charles yeah. might like it. He, hey, he that's loves, a good, that's a good partnership. I'm third right now. He loves guitar, and I was like, I think this is gonna do that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how. Uh, I do want to hear more. I think in I'm, the story it would do well. I'm also not. It's a good story record. I'm not trying to blow anybody's uh, cover here, but let's just say Dadgrass, a, a sp- official sponsor of the pod. Maybe if you like uh, doing that, this is a good one for that. Yeah, yeah, it's for for I the Chiba Hawks. <laughs> and uh, okay, speak. We'll move on to the next one. Speaking of guitar music, nice segue into "Sunburned Hand of the Man," another one that Matt picked um, with the song "Flex" off of the album "Pick a Day to Die." Good lord! <laughs> Not that song. A <laughs> little, little too fast. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. 
So yeah, Sunburn Hand of the Man. I don't know if you I don't know if you would call this a collective or if it's like the same band every time. But it's oh. like a but it's like a lot of people and they put out, their output is massive. Like if you look at their discogs, there's like over a hundred things. I'm familiar. <laughs> um, but I think this is like the first thing they've called a studio album in a long time. Even though they come out with shit all the time. And uh, yeah, if you like the Kraut Rock, the Psychedelia, uh, all that, um, it's a pretty fun one. Three Lobe put it out. I wrote down, obviously, Can is one that comes to mind, but also if you like like Moon Duo, I could see you digging this. But they're also or like, like wood, they, wooden they, ships, maybe. Yeah, they, they get kind of far out, but also they are clearly a rock band. Like there's some like. Like ripping and grooving parts on here too. It's another one that you really have to listen to, not in thirty second clips. Um, it's it's not the, it's really made to be listened to all all together. Very vibey. And but uh, yeah, if you're I into that kind of thing, of vibey, I'm gonna go to, to my next one. It was the really writhing squares shit. Well, oh, well, where did you where did you rank that uh, song? So oh, yeah, where, uh, okay. Oh yeah, where did y'all rank that song? Uh, I got that one uh, next to last. Oh, fuck. Dead last. It seems God like we're damn just it. getting worse and worse. Hey, at least they got a good band name. You know? So, uh, they can fall back on that. Here we go. The next one we got Writhing Squares with the song Rogue Moon from the album. Yeah, yeah they're probably going to hate Chart this. Chart for the solution. <laughs> Maybe not. I mean, again, a lot. <laughs> really got to check out the whole song. It's a great segment, too. <laughs> hey, hey, I, we knew that we had to check out some stuff. The fuck am I? Why, why didn't I think about the fact that we only listen to like long jammers? Because we're like, oh, well, we didn't consciously realize that until right no. now. That'd well, be perfect also- <laughs> for my driving montage. Yeah, that's that's um, with no context is uh, gives me anxiety with. Um, <laughs> Assuming there's more of it, it's like right, I thought. I thought there, there uh, are vocals. It's more of a song-based thing, but I think that that's like one. I of thought those Stranger things. things was going about to start. Yeah, it's got that vibe on some of it, but it's like a duo. Um, I think that you know, one uh, of the Perling Hiss dudes is in it. Oh, really? I didn't, I didn't know, know that. that. And uh, <laughs> they are from Philly. I know that it's a Philly duo. I had passed over the album cover album many cover times rips. at Nice Price, just flipping through. And I was just like, fuck, this record looks cool as shit. And I think that I would say that it's my favorite album cover of the year so far. And I mentioned this to you when we were in you the store. You said that out loud earlier today. And, uh, and I think that it, it looks sick. Go look it up. Maybe we'll post it on the Instagram. Um, look at this cover. Look at the cover. It's dope. It it's looks really even good. better in person. A similar, sound, well, a similar sounding band in some ways uh, also put out a great record cover last year. And, and record. Uh, Horse Lords. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, you can see. I mean, this that is, cover is so good. Um, and on the cover of this one, I was looking at it. It says R I Y L. It had the R I Y L. It was on the album cover. That was a sticker. Oh, okay. Um, it said Stooges, uh, Cabaret Vol- Voltaire, 
uh, primitive calculators and suicide, which I think is all pretty. Now, close. do they mean the band or just the concept? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did not tell you. It was just a sticker. Uh, for the Sunset so -so Boys, I'll pull up the image. I like well, also three pretty iconic bands oh, and primitive good. calculators. <laughs> yeah, I like know. an abacus. <laughs> fairly, fairly obscure. <laughs> but no, I like it. Charles was working on a primitive calculator earlier today. <laughs> is this true? That's true. Use a calculator. I'm imagining a long piece of white tape coming out of the top. Oh, I wish I had one of those. I just whenever I, I we had to get one, I said get the clickiest one. Oh yeah, that's the, nice. The yeah, most tactile. click to it. And now, where does that rank? So we're getting to like a lot to. I'm all, all you just keep saying is last or next to last. Two one four <laughs> five six three. But they're all similarly just like. Wow. Okay. Far out parts it, like, that you're playing. Two, one, five, six, <laughs> okay. All right. And uh, that's you heard it here first, um, <laughs> and then we <laughs> we got to only, hear more of first a lot and of only. these songs. <laughs> it's how they're ranking these songs. Um, I have a feeling these will be playing in the shop, so we can dive deeper into these. Yes, stop yeah. by so and so or nine minutes. nice price. Um, and we got one more, and it's one that I picked. Enoch had one more that we'll mention after this. Talk about another time, but uh, or or maybe on another episode. Uh, we do these every week, people. Obviously. A lot of stuff to cover. Um, but this is Dry Cleaning, the new band, new-ish band, on 4AD. Um, off of their new album, New Long Leg, with the song Scratch Card Lanyard. Many years have passed, but you're still charming. Rose falling and exploding, you can't save the world on your own, I guess. Don't send me it, you keep it. You keep it. And she's from Alabama, I assume? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, another band from Alabama. Yet another Alabaman on the pod. <laughs> All these Alabama uh -huh. post-punks. Um, Shout out to Rich Boy. But uh, uh, no, that's dry cleaning on 4AD. Sounds like a 4AD band. Mm -hmm. Used to sound. Um, I like that record a lot. It sounds like almost like like so. There's punk. It sounds like right after. Right. It's it's. <laughs> I would say. See where this is going. Shortly after punk, it would be. <laughs> what if that was it? What if in the ultimate universe there's punk and then there's shortly after punk? <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it's it's really good and punk adjacent. Yeah. Just. This is a band that I really want to see live. I think we've mentioned them on the podcast before, and I think last time we mentioned them, I said I've seen some live videos, and they look like they fucking rip live. Um, sounds fun. I bet it's fun. Uh, record sounds good. I would also say this genre, however you might classify it, um, is one of the top uh, selected on this pod. A lot of post punk coming. I know. In the I know. Mix. A I was jagged guitar. Not a bad. A not a bad or good thing. Just uh, just happened to. No, I mean the joke I is is because is the ease of it, <laughs> but it's also like it's not wrong, and also like the heart wants what the heart wants. You know. Sure, so I'm, I'm into yeah. it too. But uh, so okay, final rankings. Um, just two, give us your number one, your bottom. That's all two, we care about. Two seven one four five six three. What God, was the best damn. one? Yeah. Two. The, uh, the, the, the beehive something. Yeah, the uh, second one. Uh, Me too. Okay. Me too. Uh, Nathan wins. Obviously, unanimous for that. This one was pretty good though. That, uh, I was top, digging that one. Top three or four. This I is didn't a good hear one. the name of the band, but dry cleaning. Dry cleaning. Dry cleaning. Dry cleaning. I couldn't remember that. 
Um, I've done it. Hell yeah. Starch? Like, I think I did it once in my life. Light starch? They all have no, names of very ordinary right. things you do in life, like shopping, dry cleaning. <laughs> That's a good point. The grocery. I haven't noticed that. Television. Hmm. Yep. This is the dead. Nice podcast. Dead? The dead. D-E-H-D? Oh. That post punk, are they? They're more indie rock. I don't know. It was Independent rock and roll. Anyhow. Nice press podcast. Um, we're going to close it out here. We've been holding these boys in party jail for a while. Um, we're here. At, we're actually live from location at So and So Books and Records. So and So Books and Records. So and So Books. They do have some we records. We do have records. Uh, what time is it there again? <laughs> it's tomorrow. Beer thirty. Uh, Seven nineteen North Person Street. I Raleigh, think the North correct Carolina. answer is it's five o'clock everywhere. It is five o'clock everywhere, isn't it? <laughs> Finger on the button like Trump in a bad way. Like we were scared he's gonna press it. Uh two seven six oh four is the new so and so books location. Um if you want to join the thirty three and third book club, you should. It's the first Monday of every month. This month is Pink Floyd. Next we'll go ahead and give you a sneak peek. Next month is Magnetic Field sixty nine love songs. Oh, I've got that one already. Chosen specifically How many love songs? <laughs> <laughs> and um Chosen specifically because the author played on the record. 69th book in the series. Also the 69th book in the series. Oh. And it's the first one. I thought that, that was a unique twist we haven't done. on the. We've done a lot of different kinds of books in the book club. This is one where it's like, oh, someone who's actively involved in the record discussing it. That's sick. That's neat. So we're going to check That's that out. Good album. Remember the that time I saw Magnetic Fields? <laughs> Wednesday Crowd. <laughs> <laughs> they played two shows. Or as you may know this anecdote as Wednesday crowd. And they played the exact same set. And some gigantic jackass in front of Matt kept yelling out whenever they played the same song from the night before. Wednesday crowd, who was here last night? He and thought he, he thought if they were gonna play like two nights in a row, different set like forty two different songs. They're not that kind of band at all. Um, hey bud, they sold out immediately. They're playing a second show with people didn't get tickets the first time, you asshole. They're not playing a, it's, not a, it's not a residency. Except I did. I did get tickets to both so, shows. Did you? No, no. Uh, what if you're, I was embodying that fella. No, I didn't think person, you were that guy. I just thought maybe you went to both. What kind of person is a big enough fan to go both nights, but then also not, be pissed no. to hear the same set? I did see I saw Cass McCombs one time uh at the five oh six with some lady who was just out of her mind and it was on one of the calmer records so it's like they're playing pretty folky songs and she was just dancing jumping around like trying to dance with everybody in the crowd Hell like yeah. gone as opposed to those high and energy cast she kept tunes. screaming she kept screaming play country line <laughs> like over and over and i was like is that a hit that i didn't know about like it doesn't seem that different from all the other cast mccombs songs and then she but every time and then Did at one point it? he just he looks at her and he goes we're going to play it. <laughs> like, don't worry. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> That happened with uh, is the song Blue Umbrella, the John Prine song. When I when we saw him at Deepak, a woman kept yelling that. And after he played it, it was like, there's your song, lady. <laughs> oh, that was sick. Oh, um, man. But, um, what an unfortunate all right. situation. First hey, Monday of every month, 33 and a third book club. Stuff. This month is Pink Floyd. Next month is 69 Love Songs. Oh, and when you join the book club, if you like join for a couple of times, then you get to pick one. That's how we do it. It's very loose. So if you like come once and you go a second time, you're like, hey, can I pick one? We say, yeah, sure. Why not? I may never get to pick one again. Mine was terrible. What was, what your was yours? Uh, Rid of Me, PJ Harvey. That uh-huh. one. Worst book we've ever read. Good book club, though. Yeah, sure. Because we destroyed it. That book was it's fun to destroy awesome. books. Sometimes it's fun to talk to Worse you about than it. the 
for sure. It was a novella. It was fiction. And the only thing linking it to the uh, record was the chapter wolf. titles or the chapters of the song. And there's a couple of bits of dialogue that were lyrics. She would yeah, slip a, poorly. the song titles into the chapters. It was horrendous. Anyhow. Sounds like an idea. Um, the next book club um, for is the Artist Choice Book Club, which is, or no, excuse me. Next is their poetry book, which is their usual monthly book club. The next poetry one is The Wild Fox of Yemen, his book of poetry. And then every the last Wednesday of every month, so May, later in May, I looked at it earlier. I said that a lot earlier. 21st. 21st. No, no, no. That's May 21st is the Artist Choice Book Club, which Sorry. is Corey Hansen with um, It's the Harry Dodge book. And then the following Wednesday is whatever their next book club is, which you don't know yet. Come join. So and so books. Uh, right across the street from Person Street Great Bar. Space. You can go to Person Street. Right across from drink. Two Roosters. Two Roosters. Right some Edge sort of Verge. Bakery or something. Go, go to Edge of Verge. Liz has some stuff over there. Go buy some mugs after you buy a book just and you go to um what is yeah. it charles unaccompanied gentleman or something oh man unlikely professional unaccompanied gentleman, gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> um, um a lot of good stuff over here if you we haven't roll, been we roll town, solo over it's here time to come check it out sorry the retro fitness isn't here anymore if that's what you're looking for but everything else <laughs> alive retro and well um, but the kind of bookstore you know you want you know, in a town Wiggly. That used to be a exists Wiggly. now. Come support it. You, you remember that? The pig was there. But uh, um, come and then also give us a call at 252. I pulled up the number 252-564-8868. Leave us a Pink Floyd hot take. We've got some real heavy hitters so far. Animals. Um, really trying to do their best to not leave that mm. out of a Pink Floyd take. So make a really funny bit no. happen. <laughs> Um, I don't know where they're getting this idea that that's okay, um, but um, leave a Pink Floyd take or try to do a bit. I don't give a shit. Um, a little good bit. I've already got everything set in stone. This thing is not changing people, no matter what you say on the voicemail. This is definitive. Um, this what if is they a drop a new record? Thing. Oh, shit. Ooh. If they drop a new record, then we would have to place it within the list, but it's not going to change the current list. Okay, because this happened well with, with um, um, ooh, I almost, almost said it. This happened with Dinwiddie Dinwiddie. In which he did not yeah. properly rank Hitchhiker. That's right. <sighs> yeah. So, anyway, listening well, that that'll, that'll be coming soon. Um, we're gonna end it with a Barry Walker Jr. song, maybe. Yeah, from Shoulda Zenith. And um, um, so you get an idea of what it's like. Cause it's did long you say shit a Zenith? Shoulda. <laughs> shoulda coulda woulda. Shit a zenith. zenith is something else. But it's about a hundred o'clock out here, and we gotta get rolling. All right. Thanks, y'all. Bye.